Okay, we'll, we'll begin. We'll begin. <laughs> right, everyone, welcome to the John Coombs podcast. My name's John Coombs, and I'm with uh, David Webb. David, say hello. How are we, mate? You're right. Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. Good. Um, good. So, uh, David is a fitness professional um, and is in the military at the moment, and uh, we're going to be discussing a bit around um, like fitness and the military, how it goes hand in hand, and and how um, actually you you don't actually think that uh, you have to actually be physically fit to get into the military. Um, do you want to do you want to discuss that, Dave? Do you want to go forward into yeah. it straight away? Hundred percent. Let's go. Yeah. So, <clears throat> a little bit of background on me. I am a physical training instructor um, in the Royal Air Force at the minute. I have been for the last, I think I say like eight years for the last like however many years. But it is since twenty, <laughs> yeah, twenty thirteen. It was twenty thirteen. That was when I went through basic training, and I, th- I don't know. In my own personal head, I had, or actually, before I move on to that, I'm currently at. RAF Shawbury and working with helicopter pilots and we go through like a lot of operational work with with those guys so it's really really interesting and my role in the gym is to make sure they're physically fit to deploy and they are physically fit to do the job that's needed in operation really um but yeah so for me when I first went in the military I was a 19 18 19 and my perception was this is going to be horrific straight away <laughs> I, I think uh, I was uh, I was at a point when when like in my childhood I was uh, I, I did like work experience for school and I went to the Grenadier Guards for a week and I got thrashed I got absolutely <laughs> thrashed but I think they 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 knew because we were like doing work experience they were like oh you know what we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get these guys up we're gonna get them we we ran down like three four miles to the beach um and then played football, and then we had to cycle all the way back, and we had to do all these drills and everything like that. And I was like, "Oh my god, is this what it's like?" <laughs> absolutely, mate, an absolute shock to the system. <laughs> but the first, the first thing I remember is it was funny actually. Like eighteen, nineteen, fresh out of sixth form, wet behind the ears, and I had my ironing board in one arm, and I was walk- <laughs> and I was literally. Plodding along, didn't know where I was going, pulled up, walking along the ironing board, and I just said, Get off the fucking grass. I was like, Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't see anyone. And they literally shouted at me to get off the grass and I was like, Wow. And then I looked kind of like floated off with my ironing board and then stayed on the pavement and walked all the way around. I was like, Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> straight and, into it. Oh, straight in. I thought, what have I done? What have I done here? Normally walking home from school, and yet now I'm getting shouted and walking on the grass with the ironing board. Um, and then after after like a few days, and basic training is extremely different to once you've passed out. And that's one thing I found, and one thing I'd like people to understand is when you've just got to play the game. Definitely got to play the game because, yes, people are dicks, but they're that on purpose because they want to see how you respond. And the reason behind that is if you respond like, who the fuck are you talking to? Or respond badly, then if you're getting told to do something in an operation in a, in a hostile or bad environment, how are you going to be able to do that in that? In, how, how, 
why can't you do that in a stable environment? Never mind when it's an operational. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's really like testing people to see how they how they respond and what their natural response is. I think it's like it's, it's, co- it's, it's definitely like coaching people, isn't it? It's coaching people to get into the right mindset to to obviously you know you got if you go to war and you're in that like you said in that hostile environment, <laughs> it's not it's not a matter of talking back to them being like, well, why are you saying that? It's exactly. Like, you need to respond. <laughs> exactly. It's like right, yeah, no worries, and don't take things personal. That's one thing I no. found: just do, not take things personal. Just do do what's needed, and then that kind of job's done. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, that was interesting. And then, we, obviously, we came into the fitness side. And for me, I've always been fairly physically fit anyway. Like, from a young age, my dad kicked me outside with a ball or, right, go and play football or always doing something active. So, mm-hmm. I've always had that that benefit um, or that, yeah, that advantage type thing just because I've always done it. Um, and then, yeah, the actual – so, this might interest people. For obviously, there's different standards for different services and different tests. But for the RAF, it is a bleep test, press ups and sit ups to get in, or wow. to pass the initial fitness assessment. So, on the actual bleep test, it's nine ten. Okay. So it's nine ten, and bear in mind when I initially went in, my first one was sixteen one. So it was kind of it was much higher than the pass rate, but then you still see people like failing at the nine ten mark and that's the they're trying to cater for the fittest person to the really lowest person who'd struggle. Yeah. So that's where they've mm-hmm. got the nine ten from. And then you've got um twenty twenty press ups in a minute and then thirty five sit ups in a minute as well. Okay. Yeah, so that enough. that is the standard that and that's between a certain age, so that's between that's 16, 17 to 29. And then obviously it starts reducing after 29, but they are the basic standards to enter. Okay. So, so it's actually, yeah, not like thinking about it, you, you think, ah, oh, you've got to be these like ripped, huge guys, like physically, like run a marathon or, or whatever to, to obviously get into the, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't think it's just a, a bleep test and sit ups and press ups, would you? Yeah, absolutely. And, and people kind of straight away, people have this, this thought process or concept of, oh no, I'm going to the military. It's going to be nails and straight away put themselves off rather than thinking I can do this and it's what I want to do. Mm. So it's almost that mind shift of, I want to go in and I'll, I will pass it rather than, oh my God, this is going to be horrific and putting themselves yeah. completely off. So, but yeah, I mean, that's what, that's where it all, all started. It's kind of, it's moved on from there. You start, you started with an ironing board. <laughs> started with getting shouted with an ironing board. Yeah. <laughs> Straight out of sixth form, going into going into the army. Um, so obviously that led Ever. you led led to you like actually training like helicopter pilots. So yeah, talk to us about that. What's uh, what's involved? Yeah, it's interesting, mate. Like obviously not disclosing too much, but it's not in the in the gym. We kind of focus on a air crew conditioning package, so it's kind of selective training for them. So especially when they've got. Um, a weighted helmet on and they're working around the aircraft and moving around. So we do a lot of um, head harness work. So really trying to stabilize the neck muscles and making sure they're strong in their um, deep neck flexors. So we're making sure this is stable. So they haven't got this heavy helmet kind of throwing them all over the place and kind of causing neck and spine issues. So, but where I am, it's more helicopter based. So it's not fast yet. So helicopters less, there's much less G-force, there's much less stress, but it's still quite stressful for the body mm-hmm. to deal with. 
Um, but then also, like we are now, we're sitting down. So they're sitting down with a heavy helmet on. So if they're looking, then they'll get little pulls and then the spine's kind of not active because they're sitting. But then it'll get a lot of stress when they start turning in the weight of the helmet. So we've got to make mm-hmm. sure they are strong in the system, their the spine strong, they're health, they've got healthy spine and not really f- infused and, and stuck. So we really mm-hmm. make sure they're, they're mobile and they're, they're strong to do the job. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> obviously opening up that uh, mobility and making sure they're you know <laughs> they're, they're not they're not like bobbleheads yeah absolutely that's, yeah. that's like why that, I laughed yeah. that's why I laughed as soon as, that as, what you, soon as like, you said that's what I pictured all like the bobbleheads in the helicopter <laughs> that's what it is mate literally fucking massive helmets and then they're sat there doing the job but like you see like the, the banter that they have is like funny like, the, the good lads and they come in yeah. and Oh, they'll fucking put Top Gun on and start playing volleyball. That's the fucking type of shit they do. Which is funny. Brilliant. And we're just like, oh my God. That is brilliant. But then they'll, they'll have a laugh with us and laugh through the window. And it's good banter. It's good being in the gym side of things because people almost come away from the training, training side and the very intense side to come to us and kind of like relax a little bit more. So it's, yeah, it's enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Like, obviously, coming from the, the strict environment to, your environment. I don't know how env- how how strict your environment is. Or is it? <laughs> it <laughs> well, <laughs> it is. But because we've still got a syllabus to deliver, we've still got yeah. like key points that we need to we need to get across. But we're kind of the way we find that we get more out of people is kind of like right. Treat us with respect. We'll treat you with respect. Everyone's equal. Let's go and deliver the lesson and let's have a good lesson rather than right. Listen to me because. It's all about rapport building as well. If you don't get rapport with them and kind of have a laugh with them, you lose people. And we've mm. probably been on the receiving end of that. If you're working with a bell end of an instructor or someone you don't like, you've lost them straight away. So mm. yeah, it's all yeah. about. It's yeah, it's all about relationship building as well, isn't it? It's, it's you've got to build those relationships and absolutely yeah. rapport with the team and make sure everyone's on the same page, um, singing on the on on the same hymn sheet. Um, yeah, absolutely. What was it? So. Um, <clears throat> So in terms of, we were going to talk about uh, a bit about stress and and like the how it physically results and in your cortisol as well. Hundred percent, um, yeah. Obviously, stress, fight or flight. And I think everyone knows about it. It's like even if you're you're in your in your car and you get a bit of road rage, you know that's you know you're you're straight away going to the fight or flight um, stimulus, um, yeah. and I think a lot of people don't realize that you know when when you're when you're working out and and when you're like just living your life as as normal as you can there's these key factors that you know stress is a big big part of your life and managing it and just making sure that you're aware of it and obviously trying to um help reduce it um is a key 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 factor and we need to we need to obviously address you know certain things you know with with stress you need to make sure that you're managing it otherwise <laughs> otherwise you'll just lose yourself 100 yeah. um, mate yeah absolutely um with 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 stress as well like I, I get it a lot and and i think a lot of people do out there can relate to it you know when when you're when you're stuck in a traffic jam and and that guy that bell in front of you is not moving and you're like bloody hell just move out the bloody way but that that 
that straight away, that has effects on your body um, and it has an effect on your mind. Um, so you just, it's, you just need to manage it and just make sure that, you know, actually that guy is an inconsistent, inconsistent, oh, well, what do I need to say? Fucking <laughs> hell. Here we go. <laughs> um, incons- oh, mate, I'm not even going to be able to think of it. But it, he doesn't matter in your life. Um, he is like a small speck in the vast. <laughs> I know what word you're after as well. I can't think. I can't think of it. Um, Irrelevant. He, he's irrelevant. Yeah. He, well, That'll do. It, incons- oh, fucking hell. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but he like that. He's like a small speck in in your life, um, and people just need to take a breather, chill out. It, it, it's not going to affect you too much um, and then just move on. Um, I think that's what a lot of people don't is they, they keep it held up. And then when the next person comes along, it's like, boom, they're straight to that anger. Boof, boof. So one thing that stuck with me with exactly what you've just said then is if you've got a hundred pounds and someone stole one pound from you, you wouldn't then go, ah, fuck it and throw the rest of the 99 away. Mate, that's that is one th- that's one thing that stuck with me. So one person annoys you in the car. That's the one person. You, you're aware of it and that's gone. Don't mm. throw the rest of your 24 hours of the day away because that's what people do. They'll have yeah. one thing that triggers them. Then all day they trigger, 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 rather than, right, that's pissed me off. It's gone now. Move forward. Mm. And that's one thing that sticks with me, that if one person stole a pound of your £100, you wouldn't throw the rest of the you 99 away. You would throw the 99 pound away, would you? No, yeah. You so wouldn't. why do it with your time? No, you and wouldn't. Like, as you said, then it's, I think it's massive. And I think the good thing that we're chatting about it is it brings awareness to people. And when people, if, if you aren't aware, you can't change or you've got, you've got no focus of it. You've got no, um, yeah, you've got no kind of awareness of what's going on if you don't know about it. So when you know, you can go, ah, that's what they were talking about. And as you said, our body is an adapt. It's a is a responsive machine, and it's it's there to our brain is designed to stop us from dying or keep us out of danger. So straight away, that's going to look for everything that's bad. But <clears throat> it's our perception that kind of creates those creates those hormones. So you're only scared if you perceive yourself to be scared. Mm. For example, so the first thing, as you said, you can go, "Fucking hell, what's that dickhead doing in there? He's holding me up," or you can be like. He's doing what he's doing. I can't change anything, so I can sit in my car and I'll wait for him to move. You've got those two opposite ends of the spectrum, which will give you a two total different result. Yeah, yeah. Your thought and- from he's a knob will raise your heart rate, will get you more stimulated, will increase your breath rate, or you can be like, what's he doing? Well, I can't change anything. So, And then you, you can either remain calm, and that'll, make, that'll allow you to remain calm and more logic, mm. especially when we're emotional emotion and logic don't go together. When you react on emotion, it's, boom, what am I going to do? Right. Whereas logic's, right, what would, what would, what will I get out of that if I do this? All right, not yeah. a lot, so I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So it's, it's just being aware of how you are feeling and how your body's feeling at the time. Yeah. And I think like, as well, like, people go straight to, like, there's certain emotions that people go to um, when they're in certain, certain situations. And for me, and I found that I go to anger because that's my straightaway emotion that I feel when I'm emotional. Like even even if it's like sad, it's anger. 
for me and I know that and I've um, I'm learning of like about that myself about how to to stop myself from being angry at silly things that is you know you need to you need to make sure that um you're aware of it you know you're doing it and then you kind of you can go you can take the steps backwards to then say actually why is that triggering me why is that why am i going to anger straight away um and and then you can like kind of digest it and just make sure that you you break it down and then you can find the the source of it and you can say okay that's why that's why it's making me angry that's why i'm going straight to anger or that's why i'm getting emotional about it um and then you can slowly take the steps to to be more aware of it and and change um because a lot of people a lot of people don't um they don't change their habits and they don't change their ways um, with a lot of things. And it's kind of like a, a vicious cycle. It's, it's kind of like uh, yo-yo dieting as well. Yeah, it's yeah, like, massively. It's, 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 like, it's like, you know, you go on a diet, get to the weekend, and then you're like, full out, I'm eating loads of food, don't care. And then go back to the diet again, <laughs> fall off the bandwagon, yeah. and then it's it's, it's a, a constant cycle it's about knowing and being aware of what's going on with your with your mind and obviously in in a in a weight loss sense you know just picking up on those cues on you know actually yo-yo dieting is not good 100 <laughs> percent, mate yeah and people people find that oh yeah i've done so well so i'll treat myself the weekend but yet they then start consuming more calories than they would have in the week and then if they had have just enjoyed a little bit through the week and then they're higher than they were and then they, they're like, what's the fucking point? Yeah, that's on, why, let's re, let's that's reassess. Why, yeah, that's why one of my posts was was about keep eating sweet treats because I think a lot of people don't and they, they limit themselves so much that then they're like, they get to the weekend and they're like, I, I, want, I want a donut. I want, But then they don't just have a donut. They have a whole box of donuts. <laughs> and then it's chocolate. Then it's like whatever else. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's so important to just... Add, add things in, add things in that you enjoy, even if it's like a couple of biscuits or it's like a donut in the day. Yeah. It's not going to affect you. It's not going to ruin the diet. It's just going to be one of those things where you've just eaten a donut. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think for the majority of people, it is having that awareness. And <clears throat> obviously that a different podcast is like athletic performance and eating for that. That's totally different than just kind of managing your weight and feeling healthy and feeling good. That mm. they're two opposite ends of the spectrum, but for the majority of people, yeah, definitely, kind yeah. of in in moderation. If you feel like something, do it because same again. When we come back to the mind, there's nothing worse than feeling like you want something but you can't have it. So it's reframing it to, well, I can have it, but I'm choosing not to have it rather than I want that but I can't have it. Oh no, I can't have it. I'll wait till Friday, and then you have about fifteen and go, shit, why have I done that? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that reframe. If yeah, if when people are aware of it, if they can reframe their thought process, they change the result, but it's still the mm. same result. If you get me, yeah. and the the mind, you have you read the chimp paradox before? No, incredible. But it goes on about like you've got um, a chimp and you've got yourself. So your chimp is that person, that one that kind of like just responds all the time, quick, straight away. Or you've got like the logic brain, which is kind of like, well, if I do that, so you've got the two elements that you're constantly fighting against each other. So how can you calm your chimp down and be more logic and be more thought processed? And 
Yeah, you do find it a lot. And, and I think, you know, it, it's, it's so easy to not be aware of it. But then when yeah. you are aware of it, you're like... <laughs> you laugh. What? <laughs> you're like, oh, Massively. my God. Like, you, you figure it out. You're like, oh, my God. Like, actually, why am I doing that? Or, like, why am I responding? Like, I actually think about it and take a step back. And then you're like, okay, reevaluate the situation. I don't need to respond like that. I don't actually need to respond. I could just chill out. I could just be cool. Um, yeah. So in terms of like, because uh, you learned about um, cortisol recently, didn't you? Yeah, massively. Yeah, and when you when you look at when you look at how cortisol is released, cortisol is that stress hormone. So straight away, if you feel stressed, cortisol has been released. And when you are in that stressed environment, you are in a almost like a survival state. So let's like when we when you put it into basic terms, if you're in survival mode, your body is not going to feel free and be able to do whatever it needs to do. So it's going to go into right adrenaline. I need to be able to run. And I need to be able to be alert all the time. So when cortisol is raised, how is the body then going to go? I'll burn all the calories I want because I'm yeah I'm in a free flow state. I'll be creative. I'll start thinking more things. <coughs> it's going survive, 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 survive. Bum, 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 bum. So and. It's scary because people live their life stressed every single second mm. and wonder why they're not sleeping, wonder why they're having uh, brain fog, wonder why they're not losing weight, wonder why they're not building muscle because cortisol is so high all the time, the body's in survive and not grow. Yeah. So how are you going to be in a creative <clears throat> grow state if you're constantly stressed or worried about something? And what kills me is, what I've like been really looking at is, so when you look at cortisol on the basic level and when you look at stress, Hopefully, people will be able to relate to this. So, if you look at look, watch a watch a deer in the wild, and we were speaking about this the other day. Watch a deer in the wild. It floats around, grazing, eating. It gets some kind of like instinct that something's there. It's up, isn't it? Right, cortisol's released. I'm aware. I'm gonna leg it, and then it stops and starts grazing again, floating around, and wait for the next lot. <laughs> and when you when you when you picture a deer, it happened. That's that's nature. Yeah. But then when you look at people, they're constantly. Oh no, I'm going to get bollocked tomorrow. Oh no, I've got an exam in four weeks. Oh no, oh, I don't want to be late for work. Oh, I've had that bad meal. Oh, fucking hell, I'm at home life. Oh, my kids are. It's like, whoa, relax. Mm. And like you, and like we were, we, were, we were speaking off camera and um, we, we actually had a conversation about um, you don't, you make the choice of what you do. No one Every else single time. That no one else makes that choice for you. And it is so true because you do make choices. Like if I, I, I want to move my arm right now, I'm making that choice right now. Okay. Yeah. No one else. You are choosing to, to do that. Arm, unless, unless, well, I'm moving my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Got no option. No, yeah. No, no. But um, like you don't need to, you don't need to do anything that you don't want to do. Like nothing. One of the biggest, like a huge thing that I I have recently realised is that <laughs> I, I didn't I, I didn't want to do what I wanted to do, so I I changed. And for those who who don't know out there at the moment, I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. I've recently quit my job, <laughs> <laughs> and I've gone straight into the deep end. So, um, but that was my choice, and I'm I'm allowed to choose that because. 
if if I if I like I was obviously earning quite good I was earning quite good money in my sales yeah. job, but I didn't want to I didn't want to do that. That wasn't where my energy was, so I did something about it and I quit. Um, and that was a big choice, but I made that choice. And any, every, anyone out there can make your can make the choice. It, I know that you know there's factors involved, but there's factors in everything. There's factors in everything. Yeah, yeah. And like it's it's like when you go on holiday, you make that choice. You make that choice of destination you go to. So why don't you make that choice every day? <laughs> Absolutely, you can. You can like when we look at people like yeah. As I said, see off camera again. I spoke to me nan yesterday mm. and I said, and we were talking about it because I've obviously been recently learning about it on different courses and stuff. And it's like, you, you have a choice. You are in control of every choice you make. And I went, well, you're not, are I went, of course you are. You physically can choose to do that or to not. You have two roads every time. And it's, well, you have to go to work. Well, yeah, you choose to go to work. Yeah. But if you didn't go to work, you wouldn't get the money. So you have to go. Well, no, I can choose to stay at home, but the ref- but the response from that would be not getting money. Yeah. So I yeah, choose massively. to go to I choose to go to work to get that money. Yeah, but you have to, don't you? No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. No, this like, is the thing. Like you don't you don't actually have like <laughs> don't have to do anything. You, you don't, don't have, have to do to. anything. Like this is the this is the sad thing about um, people chasing money. You know, money's great. Money's great and everything like that. But actually. A billionaire, you have a billionaire one side, you have a person with no money on, on the other side. Who's happy? I don't think the billionaire's happy. I think the guy on the other side is is hasn't got enough money, but actually is living a better life. Yeah, and it totally depends on how people what people's relationship to like with money. And if you're always chasing the money, then the billionaire might always be chasing it, so he's never happy, yet he's got all this money and not enjoying it. So he's constantly no. going, Oh, my next billion, my next but then he dies and he hasn't even enjoyed what is worth that he's created or his I wealth. Another thing as well, when you go when you go on holiday and and you see the people, I I, I think it was on it, I, I don't know I listened to an audio book and I think it was an, on an audio book I recently listened to actually, um, where a fisherman was uh, like just fishing. He went home, stayed, went, went with his family, like had cooked his family food spent time with his kids and like everything like that and then went out and fished every single day did that every single day but then a businessman came along with with a business idea and said look if you fish this part of the sea you know you would make this much money and then he was like no I'm I'm, I'm okay with what I'm doing um and he was like well look if you could cap you could capitalize on so much if you just work much more harder and you can earn so much more money and he was like no i'm actually happy with what i'm doing and it comes down to that point that actually he doesn't need to earn all this money to to be rich he's already rich already because he's got his family he gets to play with his kids all the time he comes home yeah he's very relaxed he doesn't need all these other different things factors to to make his life more richer he's already rich he's rich in life absolutely so 100% yeah I like that and yeah. it's like when like especially in this society as well you've got a social media I love it and fucking hate it as well 
Oh man, I have a love hate relationship with social media. Yeah, I think it can cause a hell of a lot of insecurity if people don't have the awareness of themselves and how they're kind of getting drawn into things without realizing. So, like, you look and think, oh, that's how you need to look. That's what you should be doing. That's what the majority of people are doing. So, I need to do that. But yet, someone changes to be like the majority and then they're miserable because they're not being themselves. And then mm. it's just a downward spiral, especially like younger generations now having phones and social media from early ages. They kind of think, oh, no, that's the way you need to be because otherwise it's not accepted. And like, and the, the biggest word that we've used in this, in this chat is awareness and actually creating awareness for everybody that you can be however you want to be and allow people to be that. If it, it's mm. not affecting you, so don't pick on people. It's not affecting you. So don't point people out because people who, in my opinion, people who pick on people are showing their true insecurities and their true um, insights to them and how they mm. feel about the world. And, and someone the, who doesn't go on, sorry, huge, huge thing as well. Like, so, like uh, they, it, you always find it. It's like the, the people who, um, have had like a, a rough upbringing or you know they they having like like you said insecurities in themselves they they tend to want to put people down just because they're feeling a certain way it's it always always comes out and you always you always see it and you see it like in work situations you know if you if you go to like um uh i'm just trying to think like if, if in, a, in an office for example like you could have like one random person there and then they could be like oh you walk funny or something like that and actually you know that says more about them and you could just walk walk along and just laugh and just be like all right no worries if you think that 100%. way that's that's your choice 100 <laughs> percent. and one of the one of the sayings that i've kind of like really uh really got into and really kind of has made me aware is everyone's map of the world is different. Every single person's map of the world. So the way I see something might be, well, I wouldn't do it that way, but that person is doing what they think is right. So that's fine. It doesn't really, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't harm me. So that's fine. And people, people are doing the best with the resources they have. That's mm. something else I'm really starting to digest a bit. And I was like, when I more, more thought about it, I thought, yeah, no one goes out that morning and goes, you know what? I'm going to have a shit day today and do and make all the worst decisions. Yeah, let's go. People generally do what they think is right. Yeah, they do, yeah. But in someone else's map of the world, that wouldn't be, but that's fine because that's not your map. That's not your world. That's theirs. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, like everyone, everyone has a, yeah, it, it goes more back to that, like um, choices, you know. 100%. You have a choice. And like it's it's either left or right or it's either you know I, I could I could drive my car a million miles to wherever and I I could do that because it's my choice of doing that um but 100% mate yeah yeah like I, I I think you know a lot of people don't don't make their own choices they let others make choices for them um I, yeah. I, I see it in in workplaces I see it in um even at home at home lives you know people in like relationships and stuff like that you know it's influenced by other people um actually making your own choices is key not being influenced by other people as well like 
Easy. What do you what do you think about that, David? Absolutely, mate. Yeah, I massively agree. And <clears throat> people, and yeah, and for me, some people do it out of like peer pressure and out of like wanting to fit in because they maybe they never have or. People, people, people always do something for a reason, and whatever that reason is, we'll never know because that's deep inside them. But it's if you want to do it, then do it. And I've found that over the years, like I, I haven't got a mass amount of friends, and I used to have more friends than I do now. But because I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go out, because I wanted to feel accepted and I wanted to be around big groups and think I was a part of the big group. But it's not really what I wanted to do. I enjoy, and I enjoyed it at the time. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't really something I really wanted to do. And now the more I think about it, I was like. Nah, I'm all right. Nice one. That's I've I've been through that phase and yeah. I've kind of come out the other way. And I've noticed, like with friendship circles and things like that, they have massive. They have reduced because I'm now choosing to do what I want to do and not what the majority of them want to do. Yeah, and yeah. I'm okay with that. And the fact yeah. I'm okay with that, it helps. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like I, I've been, I've been through. Like, I've lost friends over the years, and they. Uh, like I, I had, uh, I'll, I'll say it outright. I don't really care. I had a friend that yeah. um, was jealous of what I was doing and like wasn't happy with it, and then kind of just went off the radar, um, which which is horrible, really. You know, when you think about it, it's like you know, actually, <laughs> you're yeah. jealous of of what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but then they 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 have a choice to change their life if they, if they yeah. like what you're doing, then change it and be similar. Exactly, exactly. I'm only <laughs> I'm only making my choices out of my choices because yeah, I I have a choice and I that's took what you want to do. Yeah, um, and like I think uh, people are easy influenced for the weekend. You know, they're always trying to trying to they they live their lives on on the basis of Monday to Friday. When Friday comes, it's like, drink. I'm going to go out and drink. Forget about all the situation, what's happened all the previous week. Then they have a hangover for the whole weekend. And then they wake up on Monday. And then like, starting all over again. And it's that constant cycle. I see. Back in the washing machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Const- <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Constant cycle of like, you know, um, adding that bit more of detergent. Back in the washing machine, mate. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And next minute they realised, fuck me, two years have gone by and I've done the same Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Felt like shit Monday. Tuesday wasn't much better. Wednesday felt better. Thursday buzzing for the weekend. Friday, it's weekend. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, back in. But then if you break down, if you break down like those those people, um, you always see it's the job that is not fulfilling them. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Or it's like the relationship they're in or it could be the lifestyle they're living. Um, there's all these different factors. Oh, and even, I was going to say, even just to caveat that, there could genuinely be people who love that, which is great. But the majority of people you speak to, you're like, yeah, the majority of people I've spoke to who are in that cycle are, yeah, I hate the week and I just wait for the weekend, live for the mm-hmm. weekend and wish the week's away. Yeah. Which I don't think is a nice way for anyone to, anyone to live. No, no, no. And like, it, like, Again, it, it really does boil down to you do have a choice in life. And a lot of people don't realise that. You know, a lot of people are like blind to it and they think, oh, you know, uh, I'm not going to be able to, like, <laughs> I'm going to go back to my situation where I'm like, I've taken a massive pay cut and I'm like, Jesus, 
I'm gonna. How, how <laughs> oh am I gonna pay, How am I gonna pay my bills? <laughs> um, but I can pay my bills, and I will pay my bills because I, I I have to because I have to. <laughs> yeah. And you've made this choice, and I've made this choice, and that's and that's the best thing. When we look at it from a when we look at it from a fitness point of view, people go, "Oh, I want to lose weight," or "I'm not happy with my weight." Mm. Change it. I'm not happy with what I eat. Change it. I'm not happy with how much I train. Change it. Change it yeah. I'm not happy with the results I'm getting. Change what you're doing. I'm not happy with the car I have. Change it. I'm not... <laughs> if people aren't happy, you can change it. But and I don't mean it to come across like it's as easy as that because it's not. Because mm. we then have all the thought process of, oh, yeah, but what if? Or, but, but I think it's because people have self-doubt about themselves. If they were confident that whatever they did, they'd be good at or would be successful. If they had that positive switch, they'd be like, yeah, I'll change it. Yeah, I'll change it. But people are kind of in the safety safety blanket going, no, I know what next week's going to bring. I want to carry on doing this. Yeah, yeah. been the same. Yeah. I've, I've had that element of safety. Oh, trust like, me. But what happens if you change? Oh, no, I don't know. So I'll stick in this comfort blanket. <laughs> it's it's so, so true, yeah. It is massive. It's interesting, like, mate. Like, <clears throat> like it's, 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 yeah, like it, it's having that comfort of, of that, you know, it is it, even if uh, for all the people like have a salary out there, um, having that yeah. month to month, always having that month to month, and then you're like, I can't break that because that's my comfort, that's my blanket. Yeah. I feel like I've just fucking teared te- the blanket off of me. And, um, <laughs> you're hanging like, off your blanket. I'm like, ah, help me. <laughs> no. Um, no, I, I think yeah, because but I've made that choice. Like you can do it, and and back when when I was um, like losing weight as well, and I, I got to a point where I was like, I've got to change. Like it wasn't easy, and it never is. Otherwise, everyone would do it. Everyone would change. Um, but you have that choice. You have that choice to do that. You always do, and you always will. Mm. Um, and yeah when, when I got to that point I was like I've got to change I've got to change my ways and it was so tough it was so tough like going from from where I was like comfort eating and, and eating what I wanted and doing what I wanted and not even caring about my health but then I got to a point where I was like I can't even, I can't even walk up the stairs without getting out of breath and I was like yeah this is this is <laughs> this has got to change yeah. um so I made that choice. I made that shift, and now here I am on a podcast <laughs> talking Absolutely about Absolutely, mate. <laughs> yeah, three sixty, and that's that's the thing when you when you've got your own personal story that kind of like people are like I can relate to that, and people like you said you had that turning point, and unfortunately everyone or no not yeah unfortunately people wait for that turning point. People wait to have the heart attack. People wait to be told. If you carry on, you'll die. If people wait for that fucking life-changing or life-changing bit of information to go, fuck, now I need to do something, rather than you still have a choice to do it or not, but you're just, you kind of know where you're going. You know what route you're going down if you don't change. Yeah. But people kind of, people, people find more of a reason to change when they get told they kind of need to or something's happened or the body goes, my heart cannot cope anymore unless something changes and you go, wow all right now i need to people yeah. sometimes wait until it's too late and yeah as we say you always have a you you have no obligation to be the person you were five seconds ago 
You have no obligation. You don't need to <laughs> repeat that. <laughs> you have no obligation to be the person you were five seconds ago. And the reason I say that is people are like, that's that's not you. That's not what you usually do. You, that's fine. You don't need to do what you usually do because if you always do what you've always done, you'll get the same results. How can you expect change by doing the same shit? If you wake up and do the same thing Monday to Friday, don't expect Saturday to come with a different result because you've done the same week in, week out. Look at nutrition. If you eat the same things, don't expect a change. If you eat the same quantities, don't expect a change. If you don't, if you train the same way with the same weights and the same exercise and the same intensity, don't expect a change. People do the same shit and like, I'm still not getting anywhere. I haven't for the last five years. All right, what have you done? Well, <laughs> I've been doing I've been doing this three day split. How long for? Five years. All right, what have you changed? <laughs> well, nothing. All right. Yeah, good. That's why. Did you make change initially? Yeah, yeah, but then it just stopped. Ah, all right. Now we have something to work with. When did it stop? After the first six weeks. All right, okay. <laughs> good. But they're stuck six in that weeks habit. To five years. <laughs> Like I've heard so many people do it, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, well, I've just haven't really got anywhere," and which is fine because. But the main thing is people aren't aware of it, and that's what we're kind of here to do, and that's why we're chatting about it. Just to kind of, it's not us telling people what to do; it's just having a conversation, and people can take what they want from our conversation. But it's kind of talking about what we know and what we've experienced and what we've found out, and and people can take it or leave it, and that's their choice. <laughs> yeah. Again, comes down. You have a choice. Your choice. <laughs> it's your choice, whatever you want to do. Um, is there anything else you wanted to go through, David? Is there anything Mate, else you was... wanted to talk about? I thoroughly enjoyed it. No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just think one thing kind of just to allude from stress is when you understand stress or when you are aware of your triggers, you can then kind of preempt what is going to happen. So, for example, if you know you get road rage and you can see a traffic jam coming up or you see a sign saying in uh, there's a backlog in on the motorway, if you know you are triggered by something and you see a sign warning you of that, you should be, you can be aware to go, right, don't get pissed off. It is what it is because you know it's coming. Rather than getting to that traffic jam and going, fuck, that, ah, and straight away you're, you're in that trap already. Yeah. And it's so much harder. So to kind of kind of create a pattern of, right, I know that I know that triggers me, so I'm going to change my approach to it, or I'm going to change my perspective of it and just flip it. Because when you flip it, you get a different result again. And when you look at when we look at cortisol on the basic level, as we said about survival, when you go back years, it was to survive, not getting eaten by animals. So the same cortisol is released. Cortisol is cortisol. It can't go. Oh, I'll go level two cortisol today because I'm stuck in a traffic jam, or I'll go level ten cortisol because I'm about to get eaten by a lion that's chasing me. Cortisol is released. And it is at the highest level, no matter what. So even if you're just on your phone and someone annoys you and cortisol is triggered, it will trigger the cortisol that you're about to die by you getting chased. So it straight away goes into survival mode, goes into restriction, goes into adrenaline, goes into constant shock and nervousness and alertness. So if you can kind of reduce your stress as much as you can by reframing what is happening and focus on what you can change, not what you can't, and what you can change is your choice. Drop the mic. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> if you can uh, crop that out and send me it, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Philosophical words from from David. <laughs> hey, mate. Hey. No, Jesus. I thoroughly enjoyed it, mate. Thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it, and it's just good to talk with someone who's kind of like-minded. It's just it's having a chat. It's not giving people loads of information to throw it down the next. It's just having a chat about things and 
I love nothing more than that. No, exactly, and and that's what I love as well. Like, and and this is the reason why you know I, I set up my podcast. So, uh, just have these general conversations, but I actually get like a deeper meaning to different things as well um, around fitness, but not around fitness as well. And you know, actually digging deep into people's lives is what what we do. And you know, again, it comes down to you know when we when we are like assessing our clients or assessing what people you know, it's it's all about digging deep into their lives and what what they do day to day. It all affects all affects your 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 eating habits or affects your fitness habits or it affects everything. Um, 100% so, mate yeah yeah so digging digging deep into people is what we do so um, I wanted to I wanted to say as well um, uh, you've probably already seen my uh, 10 day um, fitness challenge which is already out now um, so yes when, so when when this when this releases um, in a few weeks it will already be uh, in the forefront of my Instagram and Facebook and everything like that. So you'll be seeing that now. Um, so please go sign up, go uh, have a little peek and have a little look. And um, it's completely free. It's a 10-day kick-ass kickstart um, to your fitness. So go and have a look, go and have a, go and have a peek at that and um, go join in. Um, it's gonna, you're going to be in a private Facebook group with like-minded people. And um, yeah, look, go and have a go and have a peek. But if, if as well, like um, I want to say, um, go uh, and have a look at my um, Instagram if you haven't already at John Coombs Fitness, or if you haven't already, go to my uh, Facebook page, which is John Coombs Fitness as well. Um, David, do you want to plug yourself? Right, plug comment. <laughs> um... <laughs> right, get your get your feed up already and. No, David Webb underscore fit. And yeah, absolutely. If you ever need, if you even, this, that isn't a sales ploy, that isn't anything. Obviously, we're, we're fitness professionals. We deliver a fit, fitness product and, and health product that um, can can change lifestyles, not change, not give a quick fix. It's about trying to create longevity and create health and, and, and share the knowledge. So that's what it's all about. If you've ever got any questions, then just give me a message. Um, <clears throat> David Webb underscore fit on YouTube as well for me. That's slowly growing, and more information will come out about that. And and yeah, if you've got any questions, then fire them in because if you don't ask the question, you'll never get the answer. Oh, and if uh, if you want to get any, um, what was it? I think you've got a water bottle on your page at the moment. You've got a water bottle in a bag. Oh, mate, got all, all kinds of merchandise, <laughs> all kinds. D- David's water bottles, the, David's bags, like... clothing. <laughs> <laughs> David's the Dell boy of the fitness industry. <laughs> yeah, got, go to Liverpool Market and I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Go to your local boot sale and, and David's on the corner. You'll see on him. everyone. <laughs> everyone. Plugging everywhere. But if you see if you see what he's wearing at the moment, yeah, he's got his, his web fit performance top on. Um yeah, go and have a little check out of that. They're really nice clothing. I haven't got I haven't received my top yet, so I'm gonna wait for that. <laughs> post, mate. <It's> in the post. <laughs> But um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll end it here. And thank you, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you to everyone. And yeah, we'll speak soon. And see you later. Take care. Goodbye. Cheers.